Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Chaos, craziness, but it is Thanksgiving week, and I think we should all be reminded of that. Joining us now in studio, thankful to have him here. He's a good guy. Take away the politics of it all. Congressman David Schweikert's here. You were talking earlier. We should have a Thanksgiving what are we grateful for? What are we grateful for? We can't like I think in this day. I think in this day and age, we're grateful for so many things, but we are so hyper focused on the bad that it's it's yeah. crazy. Well, th- th- look, there's an argument out there from some of these fancy social you know, um, folks that focus on society. When times are actually pretty good, we end up fixating on the mundane, yeah. the absurd. So think about how many folks have their entire psyche. Wrapped around the president. Too many folks. And at the same time, the job market has been amazing. Wages are going up. The number of diseases just in the last 12 months that are about to be cured. Um, you, I don't know if you saw in the news story today, even food insecurity is some of the best yeah. it's been in decades. Um, there's so many good things happening around us. Could we actually just be thankful for it? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I was talking to Malcolm Gladwell, little name drop there, uh, for those of you guys who Yeah, he's, who na- he's name dropping. Yeah, he's Malcolm's <laughs> a good dude. But we were talking about the fact that when something happens, when there's a shooting or something like that, because it's, we've never been safer in our time in the history of forever than we are today, that it actually pops a bubble. Even though we're safe, we're less violent than we've ever been in the history mm-hmm. of our, our planet, let alone just our world. And at the same time, because that gets popped, people freak out about it. And we have so much to be thankful for. It's insane. Now, it doesn't mean you don't keep striving to be better. But there's some data out there. Some of the math says those of us here in the Phoenix area, we are dramatically safer today than we were 30 years ago. It doesn't feel that way. Um, That doesn't, you know, sell newspapers and everything else. But mathematically, your your chance of being caught in some uh, violent situation, you are dramatically safer today than 30 years ago. Maybe what we should fixate on is how did we get safer? Let's do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's figure out what's working and then look at communities that didn't get as safe, figure out what they did wrong and don't do that. Yeah. it's just it's a really interesting world because you, you, you get these phone calls at our office. If you could see the emails and yeah, you were talking about the death some, threats and stuff yeah, like that. It's insane. And, and even just just within the last hour, um, I had groups at my office both demanding impeachment and those demanding you know, nothing. And the conversation was about everyone's feelings. Yeah. And I know that's uncomfortable. But when you actually sort of dug down, it was. Well, I feel uncomfortable. Well, this is disruptive. And can you take a step backward and say, okay, you do understand if you set this as the precedence, do you know what you're about to do to the society? Any future presidents, future Congresses? Is it really when you're 11 months from an election, this is what you're going to fixate on in a time where so many things are going well? Yeah, You know, I I said today, as we talked to Congressman David Stryker, Stryker, I said to him, I said, you know what, Democrats... They're not looking for something impeachable. They're looking for something that is removable. And that's what they want. They want to find a removability because I think you could that's probably actually go- a really. Can I quote? Can I steal that? From Absolutely. You? Please that? do. Go for it. No, take it. They're looking for something removable. The impeachable. You could probably go back and find enough that everybody could get picked on. Some. I mean, we all speed. We all do some. We'll chat. It's different. No, they want something removable. 
That's what they want. They want to be able to remove. They want a, a, a mulligan, if you will. And it's no longer about impeachment. It's about removable. And it's crazy because I look around and I know you guys do work and I don't think people understand that. Yesterday there was a bill signed. There wasn't a lot of hoop and holler, although it's been a lot of animal stuff going on. But there was a bill signed. Mm-hmm. It was bipartisan. Yep. It was a shutout. You guys all agreed on something. Why? Because there was no <laughs> politics involved. But tell everybody about the bill because it was about uh, you know uh, poli- uh, brutality and, and abuse of animals. Uh, uh, animals. Um, there's a very, very dark corner of hell um, on the Internet where just unthinkable cruelty to animals and then it's filmed and sold, distributed. And I mean, it's it's just hard to think that there's humans out there that want to be this cruel to a dog. Um, but there's lots of things like this. Look, the most liberal member of the Arizona delegation. Um, Who is that? Yeah, Raul Galhava. Yeah. Is it? And, and he and I, uh, he has a great sense of humor. He and I vote against each other I'd love to get him on. He will come on. But we have a half a dozen bills we're doing together because some of them are more about either natural resource issues where we can agree on a lot we don't, but also on animal welfare issues. Yet when you get along, it gets no press. One of the neatest emails I've ever received was after doing your show months ago where you and I talked about rage is actually a business model oh, of yeah, cable totally television. Is. And for, for a lot of folks who are going to race home tonight and go watch Fox or MSNBC or CNN, you do understand they're probably running an algorithm oh, yeah, totally. in the background on how many times to mention the president's name or this issue's name or show this type of picture to get you to watch another four minutes. What happens if much of the angst, the rage you feel that's driven to you through that television is actually a profit mo- model? That's it's all a business it model. Yeah. You guys are – I try to tell everybody, you're nothing but a data point, and that's it. You, you're looking. They're looking at the data we're taking in. This is the point we get to keep you past here. When we keep you past here, you become an extra dollar that I can charge later on down the line, and I don't think people understand that. And so all I'm going to do is appeal to the to, to what's going to make you emotional and stick around. We've got uh, Congressman David Schweiger here. He's, did you see the Tesla? Yeah. The, the Cybertruck? Did you see it? Did a tug of war with the Ford and just destroyed it? Well, uh, look, you want to – a bit of um, truth. I actually have a Ford hybrid that has just – it's a 10-year-old Ford Escape, but it's those big electric motors on those wheels. Yeah. I swear, uh, off the line, I'm incredibly fast. Now, after about a quarter mile, you're going to overtake me. But people don't, I think, appreciate the torque you get off those electric motors. Yeah. So well, – and, and I'm, I'm actually waiting for the Ford F-150 electric. That, that's Because I, I drive a – currently I drive a Ford F-150. Look so. at you roll there. Okay. Hey, uh, the way to become best friends to your neighbors – have a long bed pickup truck. Yeah, well, that's Because everyone anybody. has some crap they need to move. And that's the way that I, <laughs> I tell everybody, don't invite me to your wedding, don't invite me to move, and I promise to do the same for you. So it is craziness. Impeachment last week. You know, it was it was it, it was what it was. I saw today CNN's poll is like nobody's changed their mind. So many people made up their mind going into it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even go into it. But, you know, as we were saying earlier, they, they don't want something impeachable. They want something removable. How can yeah. we remove him from here? It's not going to happen, and I think unless the, I still think he has a Rudy problem, and I think we can all even Andy Biggs, who's been a huge defender, said he does have a Rudy problem. Oh, Rudy yeah. needs to go and, away, and you investigate it and, and treat it professionally and honestly. But what happens when much of what's going on in the whole impeachment inquiry and these things is less about fact finding and more about base 
satiation. Oh, yeah, totally. If you're my activist, I need to do certain things to satiate you. Um, and, you know, we're trying to actually have some conversations with folks Say, do you understand all the other stories that are going on around this? Yeah. And how many people, when they go in front of the microphone, will say something very different than they were saying in the back room? Because this is the theater. Yeah. Because you know what? Like, was it, uh, was it Deborah Lawrence out of Michigan? Uh, was that her name? Yeah, Brenda Lawrence. Just, Brenda's. Yeah, and, and she just got her head in. She got her head in. Last... She says, why don't we censure him? And then, you know, it's on record and we can move on. And she just had to backtrack because she didn't stick with what was going on. But uh, there's got to be people, both sides. Look, I've talked to a few Congress people who are, who are very disturbed by what Trump did and, and are very upset by what he did. Because let's be real, there was a quid pro quo. But it just, quite frankly, I think the thing that helped the most is the Ukrainians are kind of useless at doing all this stuff. <laughs> so I think that helped them the absolute most. But, but come on, you're 11 months from an election yeah and it, uh, look we all on occasion have to find a way to communicate in those things with our activists because they're the people that get us on our ballot put yeah. up our signs help us but what happens when they've gone so far to a fringe that it consumes all of congress's time yeah so we have functionally when it comes to anything mid- middle size large we've done nothing we will have been there almost a year and we've done nothing and there were a whole bunch of opportunities, you know, uh, even the White House willing to work on pharmaceutical prices or things of this nature. And I can't believe we haven't jumped on those opportunities and at least ground through them and gotten them out of the house. Instead, we do this. And it's sort of heartbreaking because you get on the airplane, you leave your little girl, you're going to go save the world. And this is the crap you get to deal with. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm sure there are people, you know, behind the scenes. Again, I've talked to some Dems and I've talked to some Republicans and both of them, oddly enough, have taken, you know, kind of two different things. Like off the record, I don't like what he did. And, I, and I, if it wasn't for, you know, a lot of this stuff and, and people coming to me, I probably would vote to to take a serious look at it. And I've also had some Dems saying this is a waste of time. And 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 but the reality is, is everybody's going to play on their team and this isn't going to go anywhere. Well, good example. Um, one of the people that was just in my office, um, a smart older gentleman really wants impeachment. But his reason for wanting impeachment was, well, the president is too disruptive. OK, but just being disruptive is not. A criminal act. No. It may make you feel uncomfortable. In business, by the way, Uber and Lyft, we were talking about the we're, we're very disruptive, yeah, and people also, don't like that. Look, um, Netflix to Blockbuster Video was disruptive. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is you got an election coming. If someone makes you feel uncomfortable, vote them out. But could you imagine if the Democrats were successful in impeachment? What's the new standard for our country? So the next time there's a Democrat U.S. president and a Republican Congress, are you almost obligated to just do the same thing? Have you just weaponized this process? We know the rage portion is a business model, driving people to demand this. Have you created this sort of ecosystem where this is what the future looks like politically? Because it's not about the politics. It's about the folks who communicate to the public who are making money off as much chaos as possible. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. a really ugly chicken egg profit motive business model and it tears the country apart. It does. We got about 30 seconds here. Thanksgiving, Christmas time. What's it like around there? there I oh. mean, it's everybody just kind of puts their puts their swords down and, and Yeah, and, and remember, we are shockingly kind to each other. It's the outside influence that are jerks. Yeah. 
And for someone like myself, um, we have a, a Thanksgiving Day tradition. Um, I'm an adopted kid. Many years ago, I met my birth mother. And so we'll do the Fountain Hills Thanksgiving Day Parade. We'll run and see my family. It's here in town. And then we get in the car and go to California and see my two birth sis- half-sisters from my birth mother. And it's just the neat experience of bringing the family together. It's awesome. Congressman Swigert, as always, love having you here.